Your Partner in Success Radio is a free business podcast with host Denise Griffiths. It's all about great stories, conversation, and context to help you move your business and life forward with actionable tips and advice from her guest experts. To listen and subscribe, just find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Welcome to your Partner in Success Radio. I'm your host, Denise Griffiths, and this podcast is ranked in the top 2% of the most popular podcasts globally. And honestly, it's all because of my truly incredible guests. I feel so fortunate to spend time with people who join me here, and they are at the top of their game, and they're passionate about helping you achieve your goals in both your personal and professional life. My guests don't hold anything back. They're here to share the secrets of peak performance with us, and I know you'll find their insights both inspiring and actionable. So sit back, relax, and get ready to take your life and business to the next level. So today we get to meet Marla J. Alberti, a fearless woman with a passion for growth and empowerment, driven by her passion for fostering growth in others, Marla believes in the power of paying it forward. So many of us do, but I always love to talk with people who really go for it. So as an energetic visionary, she has established the Truth Speaks Group, LLC, and that's a multimedia company dedicated to crafting strategies and solutions for achieving work-life integration, not balance. Keep keep a hold of that word, integration and mm-hmm. harmony. That's another word we're going to be paying attention to. And in addition, she is the mastermind behind I slash O for Teens, Inc., and I'm going to get her to explain what that is, an organization that equips teenagers with essential skills, confidence, and career guidance based on the science of human behavior. And not stopping there, she also manages MJA Notary Services, LLC, MJA Publishing, LLC, and Gemma, J-E-M-A Holdings, LLC. I'm exhausted reading all that. In contrast to the traditional notion of work-life balance, she champions the idea of integrating all facets of our lives. So do I. I don't believe in work-life balance. I don't think there's any real thing. We, we're always living. We're always working. And she advocates for harmony using the principles of, again, I slash O, psychology and positive, I don't know what that means, Marla, and positive psychology methodologies. And as her mantra, teach, train, educate, suggest, she is committed to empowering working women and enabling them to discover their own truths and define success on their terms. Oh, and I almost forgot that she's also the author of the ultimate brag book about yourself, a hundred questions about how awesome you are. And that desk is on my book as we speak. Marla, good morning. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you for sending me the book. Thank you. Good morning, Denise. And thank you for taking the book and going through it and answering some questions about how awesome you are. I'm happy to be here. (laughs) Well, I have to tell, and I'm going to, (laughs) thank you. And, you know, when I got the book, we had the pre-interview. I was like, ooh, and I love to open my door and have books on my doorstep. Mm -hmm. I have hundreds of books in here in my office. And every single one of them came from people like you, my, my podcast guests. So I opened the book and went, Oh, but this is what I want the audience to know because the book description on Amazon 
is basically, it's not only a, this is a partial description. I want you to go find it yourself and get the book. (laughs) Not only is this a bragging book, but it's a book of ideas you can use to start your next project, business, career move, or anything your heart desires. So how does it work? Each topic list has a number to reach because the goal is to get you to stretch your thinking. Mm-hmm. Need more space? Don't worry. There are extra lines per number. It's a fascinating book. I opened it and went, well, now I need a pen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. In the true coach fashion. Yes. <laughs> That's right. I have to, this, I have to build this book. I'll be darned. <laughs> so, yeah. I, and I don't remember us talking about that. We probably did, but we talked about so many things. So yes. When I opened it, I went, oh, this is cool. <laughs> so there you have it. Yeah, so it's it's been it's been a journey, Denise. So um I guess starting with the book, um my passion behind the book, every everything I do is my passion is from my clients, obviously. I've been my coaching business, True Speaks Group, will be has is 10 years old this year. We turned 10 years old in um April. And when I started the coaching or coaching company, I was told that, you know, coaching companies don't last that long. Well, here I am 10 years later. So I'm happy to be here. Um, and many, 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 many clients later. Um, but one thing I would notice is when I coach with clients, one of the first things I do, so I'm going to give this away. If you're going to, if you're going to hire me to be your coach, just get ready to hear this. Um, I ask them to make a list of all the things that they want to do. So in other words, remove obstacles. So whether that's money, children, spouse, parents, whatever obstacle is in your life right now, <laughs> doesn't have to be a bad obstacle. Um, just remove all that and just you let your imagination run wild. And what I discovered is a lot of, because my, my main client is a nine to five working woman. A lot of women, I, I also coach men too, but a lot of women can't answer that question. So that book was birthed out of, I need people to brag on themselves. I need people to see their worth and their value. Bragging gets such a negative connotation to where we think that, oh, well, she's just bragging on herself and she thinks she's all that. Well, she, well, he, she, they should think that they're all that. Because if you don't think that, no one else will. (laughs) So it has to start somewhere. So that's the whole um, purpose of that book is to have fun, come up with creative ideas, write out lists that you probably would have never, ever, ever thought about writing out and uh, move forward with some great things in your life and realize how awesome you are as an individual. It has nothing to do with competing with anyone else. There's nothing to do with saying you're better than anybody else. This is all about you loving on you. And I really like how you just phrased that because, you know, as women in particular, we're told to not basically sit down and shut up, but mm-hmm. we're, we're not, so, well, kind of are. I mean, yeah, no, we are. <laughs> I remember as a child, we were told, you know, basically you are to be seen, not heard. That yeah. was fine with me because I was the only introvert in the house and it was a very loud, very mm-hmm. boisterous house. But I think my parents came to regret that mm-hmm. because I knew everything they knew. They forgot mm-hmm. I was in the room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like, I'm, I'm sitting down, I'm shutting up. Keep talking. Yeah. It's funny listening. you say that because Denise, it, it's crazy because even here we are and still in 2023 and women were still at the bottom of the totem pole, African-American women, we are statistics say it. We are the highest educated group of people, African-American women. However, we are last on the totem pole. So when I think of, when I say totem pole, I mean, as far as moving forward, privilege and everything, 
And uh, of course, you have the white male at the top, then you have um, the uh, black male, then you have the Caucasian woman, then you have um, BIPOC, which is Black, Indigenous, People of Color um, at the bottom. And and we're still, again, in 2023, we're, we're still, our voice, we still have to do so much to get a seat at the table, speak at the table, stay at the table, even create the table. And and, and we're still in that fight. I don't know if that fight will ever end, honestly, to keep it honest. Um, but uh, my goal is one thing I want to do is just bring impact. I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying that I, I've got it all figured out, but I have figured out some things in life and that I continue to practice because I don't tell or, or recommend my clients to do anything that I have not done or currently doing. So I want women um, of all race, color, creed, background to realize their value, realize that we're in the same boat together. We're all under the same sky. So that means there's enough space, time, energy, money for everybody. We don't have to compete. Um, We can just help each other and grow. If If you're at the top by yourself, you did something wrong. So my, I I believe my dash, right, which is your birth year to your death year, I believe my dash is just meant to provide impact um, to others and help them achieve what they want to achieve while I'm in the process of doing the same thing. That makes sense. And I like what you just said about you don't ask your your clients to do anything you haven't done yourself. I'm a developer. I have a small digital agency. I have a small team. And they're very good because I always hire people who are better than I am at one particular yep. part of my my business because that's what they do. You know, yep. they're trained to do that. They're constantly learning. They're up, you know, sk- they're leveling up with their skills. I'm not doing that so much. I don't have time. Yeah. But I never, ever ask them to do something that I haven't done or can't do. Right. But that's exactly. kind of like talking to, I don't know, a frog. Frog's not going to understand a word you say because you're not speaking properly to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not speaking their language. Right. <laughs> so, you know, don't be your own bottleneck, I think is what we're both saying here. If, if you're the bottleneck, figure it out. Right. And get out of there. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's about, um, I, I love that you said the fact about uh, bottleneck because we, we do, sometimes we we put ourselves in these situations and not saying anything's right or wrong or hard or difficult or easy. You know, life isn't easy. You know, life can be beautiful. Life can be hard, but you know, uh, it, it's what, you make, it's what you make it. Same day. Listen, say, people will say, I'm having a really bad day. Really? All day? Think about yeah. it. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, what happened exactly. that was really great. What happened that you had you smiling? Mm-hmm. What happened that made you say bad words? Yeah. How yeah. long did those bad words last? Well, there you go. You did not have a bad day. You had a bad moment. You had a bad minute. You might have had a bad hour. Mm-hmm. Get over mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it's all about perspective, and it's all about how you think. And I am so big on thinking. Um, I often quote Dr. Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, um, because I, I'm a firm believer in what she has researched. You have a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. So the fixed mindset is I can't, I won't, and I will never have that, you know? And the growth mindset is, well, maybe I should try it. What will happen? What, what's the worst that can happen if, it, if, 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 if I don't do it? What's the worst that can happen if I do do it? You know, that growth mindset is, you know what, let me just try it anyway. 
you know, so either you're one of the two, you, you, you're not in between. You either have the fixed or the growth. Now, also too, you can have fixed and growth mindsets in different areas. So your mindset may be more fixed on, let's say relationships, for example, you may be like, you know, oh, I'll never get married or I'll never uh, find a lifetime partner or I'll never, well, it's still fixed because you're using that word never. But you may have a growth mindset in your career. Well, I'm going to continue to grow and blossom. So the whole the whole point is to have a growth mindset in all areas of your life. And one thing I'm big on in my coaching practice and something else I have my clients work with is the wheel of life. Um, the wheel of life, and you can Google it, the wheel of life. There's, I don't know, 20 different renditions of it out there, probably more than that. But it, and it's anywhere between eight to 10 uh, areas of your life. So spiritual, mental, social, financial, career, romantic. Uh, there's there's the different spheres of our lives. And this is where that work-life harmony and integration comes from because so many times we try to separate all of that. It's It's all you. It's all a part of who you are. The same person person that came to work today is the same person that's going to go to work tomorrow, you know? So, you know, um, doesn't mean that you won't have moods or have things that happen. That's a part, that's a beautiful part of being a human being. We're we're, we're, we're unique, we're dynamic. And a lot of times I think we don't, well, I don't think I know just by faith from my coaching is we don't see how powerful and dynamic we are as human beings, and some people do, some people do see that and they, they, they take advantage of that and leverage that for the wrong reasons. Um, they're, they're called criminals, right? So, but, um, or politicians or politicians, cause I haven't seen a dumb criminal yet. Um, well, well, I take that back. There are quite a few, but there, I haven't, but you know, some of those ones, some, some criminals, most, I, I've actually read studies on that. A lot of criminals are very intelligent, you know? So, um, with that being said, though, you can take that good. Or, or whatever that is on the inside of you and you can blossom it to be something great. But if you have a fixed mindset, you won't do that because you don't believe that you can. And I'm a firm believer in this. If you say that you can't, then you won't. Um, as a coach, we have coaches, right? So I'm, I'm a firm believer in coaching, right? So I, I, I've had a coach. I, I have tons of coaches right now. Um, but I had a coach a few years back and I always quote this almost every podcast, everything I talk about. And and she can't take credit for it, but uh, she said that whatever you believe, Denise, you're 100% correct. Mm-hmm. She's right. Whatever you, and when she told me that, it's like I just fell on the floor. My heart just like, you're right. So if I believe, she said, if, if you know, if you believe the sky is purple, no one's going to argue with you because you're going to always think the sky is purple. <laughs> so, so it's okay, whether it's purple or not, whether, whatever color it is, you're, if you believe it's purple, then guess what? It's purple. So if, if you believe you can't, then doggone it, you won't. And you are right. <laughs> so. those, those two words, can't and won't, I almost never use the word can't because I think it's such a negative and you really are training yourself. Saying, oh, poor me. I can't. Me, me, me. Right. I don't have time to whine. It makes me mad when I catch myself <laughs> whining. <laughs> but there are some things I won't do like swimming. Why? Mm-hmm. Wow. I sink. But yeah. I, I can't swim. I just right. I won't. Exactly. So I, I take those words and get rid of one and replace it with the other when it's appropriate. It works for me. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm not saying, again, I have to, you know, you have to put um, uh, 
fillers out there because you know so many people are well but marla this i know i I hear that a lot but marla this oh well you haven't walked in my shoes or you haven't done this i don't have to walk in everyone's shoes that's impossible number one let's start there (laughs) you know um but but emotions are no different from anyone else's we all have them we all have emotions we all have feelings and you're right i may not have experienced that one particular thing you know or that one this other thing that you may have gone through or not gone through but it doesn't mean that you can't take the same principles that anyone else is teaching and apply them to your life that doesn't have to have the same exact storyline behind it and sometimes we get Sometimes that's a part of that fixed mindset. Sometimes we get caught up in that. Well, she she hasn't had a husband die. Let's just throw that out, out there. No, I have not had a spouse pass away. I have not. So I, I cannot relate. But have I had to deal with death? Yes. Now, have I dealt with death the same way you have? No. Now, I didn't mean to pick such a morbid topic, but that's one topic that I've, I've heard. And, 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 and sometimes we self-sabotage ourselves because we won't open our minds because we're looking for that perfect person to just that that just knows everything about us and that can just feel everything. Well, that I don't know if that perfect that perfect person exists besides you. You are the only person who knows you the best. But if you have to be willing and open to listen to other people's experiences, because you never know what you can learn from someone else. I I am not, you know, I understand, you know, our society, um, the Western culture, we are title driven that that's just that is just is what it is we're title driven i get it um but i don't believe we are our titles i, I have 15 gazillion titles denise <laughs> i'm sure you do too right um but i'm more than I, I i'm more than that i'm i'm a human being that has all these titles and have all these things going on but that's not who drives me that's not what drives me that's not what defines who I am. And what I try to do in my coaching is to ask those strict strategic questions. I have strategic, empathetic, um, unscripted questioning. That's my coaching philosophy. And I use that philosophy to ask you the questions that you probably don't want to ask yourself because you're, because you're hiding behind the title or you're hiding behind the fixed mindset. And the whole purpose of the coaching is to dig out the gold inside of you so you can get from behind that frame and live a more authentic and um, real life for yourself, not for anyone else. Exactly. I have found through my life that if I have a thought that kind of keeps popping in my head and I'm flinching away from it, I better sit Mm -hmm. down with it and I better sit down with it soon because it's not going to go away. Whatever it is, it's stopping me. It's bottlenecking me. It's irritating me my stomach hurts fix it and the only way you can fix it is to examine it Mm -hmm. say you know i don't think that actually really happened that way because our memories are faulty Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. don't remember what we think we remember as an example my brother passed away Mm. not not a little over a year ago Mm -hmm. and he was a double lung transplant so he lived eight years of extra life Mm. but the one thing you know we knew he was going to pass because he got very sick that last year and we started talking more and more and more. And he would say, do you remember us? I don't remember it that way. So we started deliberately looking at things that happened in our childhood. Mm. Did not see the same incident in the same way at all. It's all because of our own perceptions. Right. Sometimes you're like, 
really? And you have to go back and look at that and say, huh, I wonder if I really did know that. Chances mm-hmm. are you didn't. So just be aware. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing you bring up awareness because self-awareness is the first key to emotional intelligence. You you cannot define yourself as emotionally intelligent if you don't have self-awareness. And sure. self-awareness is about you, you know, your flaws, your your great things, your your flaws. Hang on a second. <laughs> My feelings right. are hurt. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Exactly. Is, yeah. See, see what I mean? It's self-awareness. <laughs> yeah. So you have to do the research on yourself. And, and guess what? People, what I've learned from my coaching, oh my goodness, people don't want to do that. Denise, people do not want <laughs> no, to you're do the work on themselves. They no. don't want to point like, the mom, dad, parent, the president. They, they want to point, oh my God, they want to point the finger at everybody else for their issues. <laughs> I have noticed that. And when I hear people start talking about, well, I had a terrible childhood. And yeah. what are you doing about yeah. it now? Yeah, exactly. The childhood is gone. Right. You're only a child oh so long. <laughs> You're an adult a lot longer, just in case people didn't know, right? So, <laughs> yep. so That's exactly right. Right. What, can, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. So well, yeah. Um, and we're not, and, and we're not trying to say world to, to just throw away the fact that you had a bad childhood. We're not trying to say that, but what are you doing about it now with all the mental health stuff out there right now? How are you ad- addressing the fact that your childhood or the things that you went through in your past are affecting you right now? How are you addressing that? Instead of just saying, well, my mom didn't, or my mom or my dad didn't, but what are you doing now? To address that, because mom and dad did what they could, had to do, and whether they were right or wrong, because I'm not going to sit here and say every parent on the planet is a saint. I'm not going to say that at all, right? Um, but what are you doing now? Is is the is the question? Because we're 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 in the present. This is right now, 2023, right now. We're not talking about 20 years ago when you were a kid, or 30, 40, 50 years ago when you were a kid. You know, how are you addressing those those issues, those those stigmas, those mental health? thoughts and guidelines that you that you've made up in your mind how are you addressing that right now and and that's something again um coaching we help deal with that but also I recommend um because coaches we're not therapists right we're not clinically um degreed to do that so I always recommend people to go through therapy go through counseling as well as have a coach because as a coach we're going to pull you out of the past and bring you present therapists a lot of times they and i'm not saying every therapist a lot of times but they will counseling they will take you in the back in the past so you can figure out that and look at that little girl a little boy or that little person to say what happened you know so it's a combination of all and to me all of that denise is self-care self-care it goes beyond getting your nails and finger your toes and hair done it goes self-care is for all areas of that wheel of life your mental social emotional uh, romantic, financial, career. You need self-care in all those areas. A lot of times when we hear the word self-care, people think about just, oh, I'm, I'm getting a massage. Well, that's that's a small portion of it. <laughs> How are you doing self-care with your finances? How are you doing self-care with your, your mindset? How are you doing self-care with, with the way you're thinking and how you how you treat yourself? You know, all of that is self-care, you know? So um, I, th- I think we, we've come a long ways, but we still have a long ways to go with with the mindset of people wanting to um, blame others and point fingers and and not take responsibility for their own actions. Exactly. Listen, I'm in charge of me. I fight with yeah. my nanny system. She's not my boss. That's right. just all 
hours to it and I get lost a lot, yeah. but, but it's okay. I, you know, I know that I have no sense of direction, so I leave 15 minutes early so I can get lost, find new, you know, in the South, we navigate by landmarks and I'm still mad that they moved that horse trailer because it took me a while to find the grocery store again. <laughs> I am really directionally impaired, but you know, you just keep moving. And if you don't take the time daily, hourly, whenever something twinges in your stomach to say, what was that? Right. Where did that come from? Why am I, what just bothered me or better yet? Ooh, I like that. I want more of that. You know, pay attention to what your body is telling you when you, you, you know, you're, your friend is right. If you're telling yourself something, it's going to happen. And I used to say all the time, oh, I'm getting a headache. I'm going to have a headache. By golly, I got a headache. So I don't do that anymore because I caught myself giving myself a headache gratis. Yeah. It's like Denise, yeah. moron. I had to stop calling myself, or as Reba McIntyre says, moron, because then I would feel stupid. Mm. Pay mm-hmm. attention to how you speak to yourself. Yes. I've said this before, you know, if, Anybody, because we all have our internal dialogues, right? We Mm do. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you right now, if anybody spoke to me in a Walmart parking lot, the way I speak to myself, I would need bail money. (laughs) I would tolerate it. So stop doing it to yourself. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny you say that because the words we speak to ourselves are so, so powerful. So, so, so powerful. And not only, here's two parts to that. The first part is, number one, the words you say to yourself, you, yourself is listening to that. So You're testing that. You really are. Right. So think about the science. So um, neuroplasticity is the, you know, is the methodology of our brain reconstructing itself. So if you're constantly saying these words over and over again, I'm ugly, I'm this, I'm fat, I'm whatever, I'm whatever. So your brain is, so, oh, okay. So your brain's going to chemically keep you fat or chemically keep you stupid or chemically keep you to the words that you're saying, because it doesn't know any better. It's only fashioning out what's, what's, what you're saying. Your subconscious <laughs> so, is paying attention. Exactly. So, I mean, resources, it's not me talking. This is all research, right? And part two of that is you're saying it to yourself, but think about your audience. Other people don't want to hear it. I know. I don't want to hear you talk about how negative you think about yourself. I don't, it, it, it's, it brings me down. I don't want to be around that, <laughs> you know? So, so why am I going to walk around saying I'm this, I, I'm ugly. I hate my hair. Well, why would my person sitting next to me or whoever I'm talking to want to hear that? I don't want to hear that, you know? So, and it's funny to say about the Walmart thing, you're right. Because if someone, if I call myself ugly, which I will never do, right? But if I was to call myself ugly, I'd be very upset if someone said to me, you're ugly or you're fat or you're this or you're that. I would be very upset. Yet I say it to myself. I would be calling somebody, can you come get me? exactly yeah exactly because you know it takes seven seconds to ruin your life well seven seconds will be gone (laughs) so so yeah so you're so right the words you speak are so important and again you know one thing i this is one thing i've had to learn through denise and that and i tell this when i'm doing consultations with clients is um if you're not willing to put in the work don't waste your time don't waste your time my time your time or your money Cause I'm non-refundable, right? So, um, cause I'm going to, I know, I know I'm going to come to the table with 180,000% of, of my coaching ability to help you. But if you're not going to do the work, 
I'm not a miracle worker, right? We have to work together. Coaching is a partnership. It's a relationship. I, I can't sit here and do all the work for you. If you don't want to answer the questions and do the deep search research for yourself, then then I always say don't don't waste your time, right? So I, I tell people, you know, if you're not willing to invest in yourself, if you don't feel that worthy to do that, then you have other you have other self-work to work on, right? Because even if you go to a therapist, they're gonna require you to do the same thing. You know, um or in anywhere you go, you're gonna have to do some type of work on yourself. And people again, people don't want to do that. They'll rather again point the finger or call themselves a name or or say this or say that. Okay, okay, you're calling yourself ugly. Well, what do you do if you, if you think you're ugly? What what is it going to do to make you think you're pretty, <laughs> or, or gorgeous, or or handsome, or whatever? What is what is it, what is it going to take for you to think that way? You know. So yeah, it, it's 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 work. It's for yourself. Well, part of that is stop looking at other people and say, well, I want to look like that. Why you look like oh my you? Gosh. Let's not go there. Does that drive you nuts? <laughs> Let's not go there. (laughs) I have never understood, you know, trying to be somebody else when you don't have a prayer of doing that. You are you and you've got amazing points. You know, you may think you have a plain face, but you've got the most gorgeous eyes that you're not noticing. Give it a rest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Find the best things about you and work from there. Right. That's why I had the book. Brag on yourself. There's something about you that you have to like. I like you, it. I do. Right. I you, believe it or I not, really you, exactly. It's in there. And here's the thing: you don't have to share this book with anybody. It's your. It's your book. You know, when you go in that book and write down these lists of all the, your favorite restaurants or or your favorite things about your body, those are things that, that are for your eyes only. You don't have to share them with anybody if you, if you don't want to. But it, it's the whole purpose of that is to say you know what, I do have beautiful eyes or I do have beautiful legs. Like one, one, things, one of the things I love on my body, I love my legs. I think I have some sexy legs. <laughs> me too. Somebody asked me one time, my God, where'd you get those legs? I said, Nordstrom's, these are not Walmart legs. <laughs> right, there, there you go. I love that. Right. You know, you got to like something on yourself, you know, and I get it. Like, you know, there's going to be parts of your body you may not like. Okay, fine. I mean, but, you know, don't go putting yourself down and then bringing someone else's world down. Because misery does love company. Misery does love company. And no one wants to be in the company of misery. I don't. No. You know, so, and I'm not going to try to be the miracle worker for you either. If you're not going to put in the work, like I said, then hey, then then maybe we're not a good fit. (laughs) I can guarantee my results. (laughs) And, you know, here's something about people say, well, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. How much TV time have you logged in this week? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seriously. I don't watch TV. I almost never turn on my, I have a, what do you call that thing? That um, It's from Amazon, the Amazon thingy, Bobby. Your stick, your fire stick. Yeah. <laughs> actually, this is how little I will watch TV. And I turned off cable 12, 13 years ago. It's all garbage. It's garbage. And it's landing in my living room. I quit. But I have to actually sit down with that remote and go, okay, I know this is easy. Let me study this again. Right. I would rather talk with people like you. I read a lot. Yeah. I study all the time. And I spend a lot of time going in internally and going, okay, Denise, what's going on? 
mm-hmm. you're doing today? What's got you bothered? Mm-hmm. It's minimal. Let's let's get that fixed. Oh, that one you're going to need to spend some time with. And I schedule everything. If I know that I've got something going on that really needs my attention, I will schedule it. Yeah. So it doesn't get forgotten or shoved yeah. aside or, you know, sitting in front of a television, which I think is about the worst thing outside of eating fast food garbage. But yeah, that's about the worst thing you can do for your brain, your body, your soul. Turn that stuff off. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me comment on a few of those. Cause you said some very, very key, key points and I get it. So some folks TV is an escape. So right. you know, I, I get it. I get it because a lot of times you're working, whether it's your entrepreneur, nine to five, whatever you're doing, sometimes you just want to come home and just do mindless nothing. And sometimes TV is that. I know it's that for me. I don't watch as much TV, um, but I do I do take time sometimes just, just to decompress and watch a movie or watch a silly show or watch something funny. Like example, every night before I go to bed, I watch Golden Girls because it's funny. Oh, I am a Golden Girl funny. freak. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And I, and I like to go to bed happy every night. So that, that just makes me happy, you know, so you got to find what fits best for you. So I do get, get what you're saying. But however, going back to what you said about the time thing, I'm, I'm a huge fan of that because you, I, I don't care what you're doing. I don't care how busy you are. We all have 24 hours in this, in this um, world every day, right? So you make time for what you want to make time for. I don't, I don't give a damn what it is. You make time for what you want to make time for. Okay. So when people say they don't have time and going back to your example about the TV, can you record that show that you want to watch and attend the webinar that's at the same time? Can you do that? Or can you can you record that show that you want to watch and then instead of watching that show during that time slot, maybe schedule, like you said, schedule 30 minutes reading time every other day? Because I'm big on that too, um, Denise. I schedule, I schedule, my, cal- my friends and family laugh at me because my calendar is booked crazy, but it's booked crazy because of different events like this. I love talking to folks. I love doing podcasts. I love reading. I have time blocked for my own, for my own self-awareness. You know, a lot of that stuff is not just me talking with other people. A lot of it is, is Marla doing work on Marla because Marla has to work on Marla. Marla's nowhere near the word perfect and never will be, <laughs> you know? So I have issues just like everybody else does. Right. So, but again, going back to what I mentioned earlier, I don't uh, do anything. I don't suggest anything to my clients that I don't do. So I suggest to my clients, make a list. I suggest to my clients, uh, decide what's important for you. You know, we all have priorities. the same amount of time. So we decide. Have, yeah, block we your have, calendar. Know what our priorities are. We yeah, have, block your calendar. We block can't it. make a list and go, okay, I'm going to do all this today. And you've got 12 things on there. Yep. This is yep. my advice. Pick three exactly. of those things and make them priority. They yeah. have to be done today. And Denise, here's a funny one. I'll tell you this one. Oh my gosh. So I am a avid cruiser. I'm, I'm a cruiser for life. I, I, you, you will never take me away from cruising. And I just came off of number 19. So I have 20 through 25 booked. And people always ask me, and keep in mind, I worked a nine to five. I don't, I don't work a nine to five anymore. Um, full-time entrepreneur right now. So, but people would always ask me, Marla, how, how do you cruise so much? How do you, how do you do all the things you do so much? I make time for what? I want. Well, number one, cruises can be scheduled, right? You don't have to book the cruise t- tomorrow. You can if you want to, but I very, I have, I have yet to go on, a, I have yet to book a cruise today and, and leave next week. I've not done that yet. I would love to do that, but I haven't got to that status in life yet, <laughs> right? So, but my thing is, my point to saying that is, that's, that's, that's how you do work-life integration. That's how you integrate. I know how to integrate areas of my life. And guess who controls my calendar, Denise? You do. 
Marla. So mm-hmm. if there's something I don't want to do, I will cancel. Now I am a person of my word. I'm a person of my word. However, though, if my body says, sit your tail down, I will. I'm gonna give a prime example of that. Yesterday, I was supposed to do a meeting yesterday evening and I wasn't feeling well. I just wasn't feeling good. So I had to send a message saying, hey, I'm not feeling good, but here, here's some things we could, we need to discuss. And it was okay. And if that person, hopefully you're dealing with mature people, that person should be like, oh, f- cool, not a problem. Yeah, it shouldn't be an issue, right? Now, I'm not saying to not attend your wedding or, <laughs> or go to the hospital, see your family or whatever, right? right? But what I'm saying is pay attention to your life, pay attention to your body, right? If, I, if I'm if i not a machine, so if you keep pushing yourself, if I keep pushing myself, you're going to eventually collapse. And think about it, even machines, if they're not taken care of, they collapse too. So, <laughs> so you know, but machines, can they're a little bit more systematic and, and can go a little bit longer. We can't. Humans, we, we have, we need to get sleep for a reason. There's, there's, there's reasons studies are done on sleep. There's reasons studies are done on, on burnout. There's reasons studies are done on that because we're not machines, you know? So with all that being said, if you schedule it and guess what, Denise, guess what? If you don't get that hour of reading in, did you get 15 minutes in? I always ask, what did you do? Instead of saying what you did not do, what can you do? And what did you do? There you go. You know, yesterday I wanted to walk. I I, I went for a walk yesterday. I said, you know what, Marla, I'm going to get out here and walk. And I went for a walk and I did a, I did a mile. Could I have done two miles? Sure, but I did a mile. So I'm going to focus on what I did. <laughs> what did I accomplish? And what can I be proud of? And what can I shake my, put a, shake my own hand for and, and pat myself on the back for and give myself a small um, high five? right? What what can I do? And that's why I try to, you know, keep people focused on that. And a lot of people, I, you know, I get this a lot too. Um, Marley, you're so optimistic. You're so this, you're so that, you're so happy, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm not doing anything magical here. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing anything that you can't do either. You know, it's a mindset. It doesn't mean I don't have my days. I have my issues. I have plenty of days where I'm in my head thinking a little bit too much sometimes or, you know, we're, I'm a Leo. So we're, we're, we're in our emotions a lot. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, but with that being said, I still try to go back to what I mentioned earlier, that growth mindset, like what you just said to Denise, you, you go in, you think, okay, Denise, what's wrong? I do the same thing. Marla. Okay. What's, why are you feeling this way, girl? What's going on? I do that. I talk to myself all the time. Oh, me too. All the time. All the time. All the time. I talk to me. I talk to my cats. I talk to my ceiling fan. I live alone. I can get by with it. <laughs> There you go. Me too. <laughs> My whole house, everything, everything in here, I'm talking yep. to all the time. <laughs> well, I'm convinced that my spirits or ghosts live in the ceiling fans. I live in the deep south. We have ceiling fans everywhere, including outside. Yeah, me too. I'm me convinced too. that ghosts or spirits live in those ceiling fans because, oh, look at my cats. I've got a well, I've got several cats, but I've got a pair of them that are fairly famous on Facebook, particularly hashtag Hamilton is an ass. He's very famous. He gets Christmas cards, but all of a sudden I'll look at them and they're just staring up at the ceiling fan. And then I start staring up at the ceiling fan. I'm thinking it's a spider or it's a God wink. So I pay attention Mm -hmm. and I get downloads. Honest to God, I get downloads because I go quiet. I'm looking at the ceiling fan with them. And all of a sudden these ideas start just populating in the shower as well. I don't know about oh you, gosh, I'm in the shower. Yes. Listen, I have learned 
long time ago that when I'm going to take a shower and I take my showers hot enough to steam broccoli, it's a good thing <laughs> I have a very hot steam bathroom. Because <laughs> I mean, if it had wallpaper, it'd peel off a long time ago. But yes. I take bathroom, bathtub crayons in the shower with me because that's when the God winks happen. You're like, ooh, and here they come and they come fast and furious. Yeah. Thinking about anything else, you're not distracted. So when this, when the vapor clears, eventually I will go in there, take a picture of my walls with my, my camera, and then I wipe down the crayons and I'm good to go. I haven't lost anything. Wow. It's funny you say that about, it's, it's so, it's funny. That, that's why we get along so well, Denise, because yeah. I am the same way. Literally you do your best thinking in the shower and driving. Yeah. That's why I don't mind driving. Like, uh, like when I go on road trips and stuff, I'm, I'm, I do a lot of solo travel and solo cruising and um and I'll drive to the destination or drive to the ports if I'm going on a cruise or whatever and and I I I I come up with so many ideas when I'm driving and in the shower and you're right I I like my showers hot too like <laughs> I don't know if it's going to steam broccoli but <laughs> that tickled me <laughs> oh it's it's crazy I mean I'll walk out cuz and I I have a one of those towers you know that pulls the humidity I've got one in my bathroom because it gets so wet in there. Oh, wow. And when I open that door, you know, I'll open and go out to the, the bedroom and I'll turn around and look and go, foggy. It's very <laughs> foggy today. And I know that I have to leave the ceiling fans on. I have to leave that tower on because otherwise my house is going to rot. <laughs> really, I'm in the deep. Wow. Now that's hot. That's we already. Have, <laughs> we have a lot of humidity here, but it's, you know, when you're, when you're paying attention and what you're saying about driving, I have to ask, do you turn the radio on? I won't. When I'm driving, dead silent. The phone is yeah. off, the radio's yeah. off. I'm thinking and I'm paying attention to the idiots around me. Yeah, no, great question. No, I, I actually do both. A lot of times, if I'm not listening to a podcast or listening to the radio, I will actually turn it off. There have been, matter of fact, this, when I went on this last cruise, I just came off of my birthday. I drove all the way down. Well, I drove down listening to a podcast, but coming back, I drove all the way down, coming back home, silent for two hours. I just, it was just complete. So I didn't play the radio or anything. It was just complete silence. I just needed to decompress and de- and just think, you know, um, whenever I come from being around a group, because I'm empathic. So whenever I come from being around a people, group of people, I have to just, I have to just um, be in my bubble. So, um, uh, being in my bubble, a part of that is driving in silence. And yeah, so I, 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 I'm totally there with you on that one. It's, it's, just, it's a must because, you know, as much as I love what I do, um, coaching and, and a coach will tell you this, um, coaching is draining. Oh yeah. Especially if you're empathic like me. And I think the older I've gotten, the more empathic I've gotten. And, um, you can kind of just feel those emotions on people. I mean, I can just feel energy and vibe when I walk into a room or walk into an area, you know, I can just feel the tightness or the looseness of something. And, 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 um, and, and that doesn't help when you have anxiety (laughs) too. So, so, you know, so all that, um, on top of each other, I just have to be in my bubble. Uh, a lot um, so I can kind of re recharge. So I, I totally understand that <laughs> as, as a highly committed introvert. And I am, I'm not shy. I think you figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> many filters. I really don't, but being on a cruise, I just cringe. I mean, the thought of being on a cruise trapped with hundreds, thousands of people, 
just makes my heart stutter. I couldn't do it. I mean, oh, yeah, a lot of people say that. For me. <laughs> and I, it, I find people draining. I enjoy being around people. But typically, if you're strangers to me and we don't really have any really fascinating conversation going on, I'm only good for 59 and three quarter minutes. After that, I got to go. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I have to go recharge. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Yeah. I'll, you know, and I always say this to me, introversion and extroversion, they're so uh overused. I, I feel like we're I think we all have them. Like I call myself oh, the, I really have it. And yeah, I I call myself the introverted extrovert because yeah, I'll go on the cruise ship and I will literally spend the whole day in the cabin and won't come out. <laughs> you know, that because it's like give me a balcony, send my yeah, nobody Yep, I I will get on that balcony and I get, get my book. I carry a bag of books everywhere I go, you know. Um, and um, and yeah, and I I there have been times I have put the sign on the door. Matt, this last cruise I did it. Um, um, it was a three day cruise. I think that Saturday we went to the Bahamas, came back in, and I put the sign on the door and said I'm snoozing, and I was in my room the whole time. I came back out to eat. That's it. <laughs> That's it. You know, so. Seriously, room service. Yeah, I mean, I so like it's, people just fine. I do. Yeah, me too. Oh, I love I'm people. creative I'm, when I'm left. Yeah, I'm creative when I'm left entirely alone. Yeah, I need to be alone. It's mandatory for me. Oh, and I just had a question pop up from somebody. They said, "Okay, y'all talking about coaching?" And Denise, I've often wondered why you have not become a coach. Mm. And I'll tell you why because. I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the training yeah. for it, but yeah. I am a consultant and there's a big difference. A big, huge difference. Being a consultant and a coach. And I think too many people don't understand yeah. that the world's apart. Yeah. Yeah. They're two different things. So let's break that down. So coaching yeah. is guiding. Coaching is 95% of the client talking and the coach, we're listening. We're not talking 95% of the time. We're listening 95% of the time. And we are asking strategic questions, strategic questions. And also too, coaching is non-regulated. What we mean by, what I mean by non-regulated is you can go to McDonald's University and get a coaching certificate. It doesn't matter. You can call yourself a coach tomorrow because, because you, because you know how to put fabric, you know how to to sew an outfit together. You can call yourself a sewing coach. I mean, people, people are monetizing off of this all over the place, which is fine. But the reason I became certified because me being a researcher, I want to understand the science and philosophy behind something. So yeah, I'm great at what I do. I have the experience, right? But I want to understand the science behind something. So that's why I got certified. And that's when the certification comes into play. Your experience will not teach you what um, a certification will, and then which is the science and philosophy behind something. So that's why I did that. Um, so that's where the coaching piece comes in. Consulting is a whole, t- and I do consulting as well. Consulting is entirely different. Consulting, and, and as you as you know, is telling, is also guiding, but I'm also giving you full blown direction on yeah. and how I'm you not do this. Bossy, by the way, I am. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not about being bossy. It's just like you. You came here the problem. I'm a leader. Problem. But I'm not yep. bossy. But yeah, we have to tell you exactly. I'm telling you what's going what on. Is yeah. Exactly. And yeah. this is how you can fix it. It's up to you if you do or don't. Yeah. I'm probably going to recommend that you do this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's recommendations. Coaching, we don't recommend, we don't tell you what to do. Coaching, we ask you the strategic questions to let you see the aha moment so you can figure it out yourself. That's why coaching is so powerful because 
if you ask the right questions, it's all about asking the right questions. If you ask the right questions, mm, wow. Talk about the aha moment. Talk about the gold. That's what I love about coaching, the aha moment. You know, and you're right. It is, it is, it's it's a lot. It's it is not for everybody. You know, it's not for everybody. Um, and neither is consulting either. Because consulting, you have to be big and bad and bold to say, um, yeah, this isn't gonna work for you guys. Let me give you another something else to do. And some some organizations don't want to hear that because <laughs> they got it figured out. Then why did you call me? <laughs> that's the case, you know. <laughs> you know, so apparently you got something going on. So that's the that's, that's the difference between the two. Coaching is guiding, facilitation, uh, consulting is recommending telling. Exactly. And you listen, I have coach. I've, I've always had a coach and I have a mm-hmm. lot of mentors and my mentors, honest to God, come from this podcast. I'm not kidding. When I say that, you know, so many, many, many of the hundreds of people that I've interviewed, people, mm-hmm. people that I have interviewed over the years, I'm still in touch with them. I'm watching them. I'm reading them. I'm commenting. I'm, you know, they just in the short hour or maybe three, because I will invite people back quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Be learning from what they are doing out there. They're my mm-hmm. mentors. Mm-hmm. We're out there. Mentors are out there. Coaches are out there. Find a good coach. Find one that knows what the heck they're doing. Yeah. You know, Marla just described. And then find masterminds. Yes. I'm a fan of masterminds. Me too. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Because there's, there's nothing like the power of like-minded people getting together. Oh my God. That think differently, that think above, outside the box, you know, oh, how powerful is that? And I, I, I'm I'm just a huge fan of that. That I'm a huge, I'm a part of a couple of masterminds now. Um, Always have been, always will be. Um, And um, yeah, because when you get the power of that collective together, it's it's a beautiful thing. It really is. And when people start, chatting and talking all of a sudden one word you'll go and you grab it and there's the idea that you could not quite grasp right so yeah mentorship is important I think that came from Napoleon Hill to be honest Mm -hmm. and I've read his book multiple times over my life I read it I try to read it twice a year Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's very important but either and I can hear people now just going, oh, I can't afford all this. I don't have the time. I'm hearing objections in my head mm-hmm. and you probably are as well. But a lot of what we're talking about is free. You yeah. can get books at the library and download them. You can get a Kindle, you know, subscription. And look, I have, I looked at my Kindle the other day, my Kindle app, and I've got over 6,000 books. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. after I cleaned out a bunch of them. In my home and in my garage, I've got about 4,000 physical books. Mm-hmm. This room in my office, I have probably 500 books mm-hmm. on gifts, every one of them. Yours is now part of my entrepreneurial library. There are so many ways to find what you need. Yes. Find the time, find the people, find the coaches, find the mentors, you know, Facebook groups. That, now I'm going to warn you about Facebook groups. There's a lot of crap information going on in those but use your critical thinking skills yeah exactly literally if you don't have critical thinking skills you better find them yeah you're going to get into all kinds of stuff every day yeah yeah and I'm a huge fan. I spend, that's why I spend majority of my time is in my Facebook groups. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. I don't even know how many, probably over a hundred or something of them. <laughs> and I um and I am in there <clears throat> I'm in there 
quite a bit, but like you said, I'm, but I'm in there. A lot of them, I don't always comment. A lot of them, like what you just said, I'm in there paying attention, seeing what wisdom I can glean. And because like I said, you can learn, we mentioned this earlier, you can learn from anyone, regardless of their title, remove that title and just sit back and see what you can learn. And how can you put your spin on it? You know, um, so like I said, sometimes we're so wrapped up in um, who we think we are, who we are, who we think we want to be. We don't sit back and listen to wisdom that's right there in your face, you know? And like you said, you have to, you do have to weed out the, I know there's a phrase, you know, um, eat the, you know, eat the, eat the meat, spit out the bones, right? Mm-hmm. What, what do you need to get rid of and what can you, what can you glean and hold on to? And a lot of that is in the Facebook groups, a lot of that's on social media. A lot of it is on, like you said, just reading a book. And because I love that you said that because everything, huh, everything out there is out there. Nothing, is, nothing new really, is made under the sun. Everything that's no. being made is, it's already, it's coming from something else, right? There are no <laughs> new ideas. There really aren't. Right. It's, it's a it's new way of saying else. There's a yeah. new way of writing it. There's a new way of thinking it, but there's no new ideas. Listen, we're right. all part of the bigger ethos, ether. I, I don't know how to even explain it, but those yeah. ideas are out there. When I tell you, I look at my ceiling fans a lot. I'm looking at one above my head right now going, what's up there? Could be yeah. a spider. I'm telling you right now, I'm seeing spider webs. So it's time to, and it's a really tall ceiling. So I have to bring up the ladder, which is why that one has spider webs up there. But stop and think and read and listen and really pay attention to what you're thinking yeah how you're thinking it if you're beating yourself up on a regular basis knock it off yep yep exactly stop it because your brain's realizing that and (laughs) and trust me your body's going to react to it sooner or later (laughs) absolutely i've and i don't know that this is true but i've read where you know people if they're having money trouble their stomach hurts or their hip hurts. And I'm not sure why the hip hurts, but mm-hmm. I know it lands in the stomach because it's really bothering you. Yeah. That's anxiety. That's anxiety. Uh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. That's anxiety. Yeah. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Well, Marla, yeah. And we all have anxiety. We do, but yeah, you know, there's so many things that you can, you can t- stop and take a 15 minute break. Yeah. Just go outside, kick your shoes off, dig your, your toes in the dirt ground. To oh the- yes. Earth. I do it. All day. I do it all the time. I stick my head in the refrigerator. Anybody who listens to this recording. Oh, I love that. <laughs> seriously, I call it the open refrigerator door syndrome. You know how you get, you will, we all do this. We all, you wind up with the refrigerator door open and you're like, I don't know how I got here. What, mm-hmm. what am I doing? What did I want? It's, it's your mind taking a break. So I will go do it deliberately. I open the refrigerator doors. I stick as much of my body in there because it's, you know, <laughs> I <it's> love it. <laughs> big refrigerator. It's got the French doors and I just go blank. I absolutely yeah. go blank. I love that. I'll have and, to figure that one out and do, do that. I'll just try that one. <laughs> and the minute, and I, and I know when to shut it down because my door you know, dings and says, can you shut the door, please? Right, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, okay, time, it's time, time. What's going on? <laughs> That's exactly right. But all of a sudden I feel better. Whatever was bothering me, it says, well, you know, didn't need to hang on to that. Try right. it. It works. Right. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to add it to my list of things to try. Just open the refrigerator, make sure I close it before my ding goes off. But <laughs> yeah. 
mine yells at me a lot because <laughs> I'm all like, what, what, what the heck are you doing? Like, what's going on? I know. And I don't even really take anything with me. I've got water in my office. I don't need anything. Yeah, I me too. need to break. I need to calm my mind down. Yeah. And because it's cool and I'm not thinking a darn thing, it works. Yeah. It really yeah. does. And then there's a Pomodoro technique. You know, there's yes. for that. I use that a lot. You know, just... 15, 25 minutes, it'll ding and say, hey, you take a break. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. have to. Listen, the truth is, look, I'm a web developer. I'm creating all the time. I live in front of my monitors. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not careful, I'll realize that I've seized up my back, my hip hurts because I haven't moved in hours. Yep. It's so bad for you. Yep. What what, what did we just say? You're not a machine. Right. You got to get up. You know, like our Apple watches tell, our Apple watches tell us, get up. They tell you to get up. You've been sitting too long. Exactly What's right. On? <laughs> Marla, tell us about, do you have any upcoming projects or initiatives that you're working on right now? Oh gosh, what am I not working on? So, um, so <laughs> right now, so, right. So I recently relaunched the book. So the ultimate brag book, 100 questions about how awesome, how awesome you are. So please go out there. You can go to Amazon. If you just type in my name, Marla J Alberti, I'm the only Marla out there. Um, J Alberti, A L B E R T I E. If you type in my name, both books will come up. I have that one. Uh, and then I also have the 52 career tips, action steps to move you forward. Go out there. Please, um, go out to ioforteens.org. So just a real quick, synopsis of that IELTS I'm currently in school on top of everything I'm doing I'm currently in school with my PhD in IELTS psychology which is the study of workplace behavior human behavior in the workplace and um, it has 26 specialization areas and I said one day driving down the road how will teenagers understand the principles of IO psychology, this beautiful science. So voila, I developed IO for teens as a nonprofit. We are certified 501c3. You can go look us up, but www.ioforteens.org. Um, we could definitely use your help. We use your support. Go out there. What we, we do is we're creating curriculum for eighth through 12th grade to bring these principles to the teenagers. So regardless of what they're doing, we're, we're not pushing college. I mean, that's not what we're pushing. We're pushing life because regardless of what they do in life, they're going to have to work with people. Whether they go to college, whether they go to be a social media influencer, it doesn't matter. And IO psychology methodologies um, and skill sets can help them with that, help them realize their career development, help them realize the basic life skills that they're not probably learning in school, right? Because I get it. Schools are regulated. Schools have to teach math, algebra, English. They have to teach science. They have to teach the basics. So I, I understand that. Um, the life skills portion is is where we come in at. So um, so it's very critical. So please go out again, www.ioforteens.org. We're going to be one year. Our birthday is coming up. We're going to be one year old. Um on August 23rd. So super excited about that. So please go out there, don't donate, support us. Uh, as far as upcoming projects, as far as the, the, the biggest project I'm trying to finish this is this doggone degree, but <laughs> working on that. So keep me, um, keep me in your prayers for that one. Uh, I'm, always, um, I'm always open for clients. I uh, am currently hiring, not hiring, but accepting clients. So um, if you're interested in my coaching abilities and coaching packages, please go out to www.truthspeakscoaching.com www.truthspeakscoaching.com and sign up um, for free consultation. Again, the consultations are free. No, no, no charge to that. And let's, let's get you on the right track to where you need to be going. Perfect. And I was going to ask you all of that. So you, you read <laughs> mind. I wanted to ask you very quickly though, about teenagers. Yes. I watch them when I'm out and about and I watch them when they, you know, get off the bus, they debus in front of my house. They're miserable. Yeah. 
I have observed, and I've observed this multiple times over the years, and it it honestly hurts my stomach. It hurts my heart. And some years ago, when I first started noticing these kids, there were three tall teenagers, so I'm guessing they were high school or I don't know. I can't tell how old kids are. But they get off the bus. They slouched off mm-hmm. the bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Each had their heads bowed. I'm telling you, every one of them is going to have a dowager's hump before they're much older. They had their faces down. They were not speaking to one another. They didn't say goodbye, kiss my fanny to the bus driver. That person didn't exist in their world. They slouch on down. They're sloppy. There was one female, the the two males, and the female looked like she hadn't washed her hair mm. in a while. They're not mm. taking care of themselves. They mm. didn't speak to one another. They went down the street. I live in a very small neighborhood with yeah. three streets deep, three streets wide. And I'm sure these kids are long gone now. They're probably graduated, moved out. I don't know. Right. But I remember my heart just hurting for them. They didn't make eye contact with either. They just didn't. They walked down the middle of the street because we don't have sidewalks, mm. glued to their phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were a group of three and they were completely isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it does. It, it's listening to you talk. I'm just shaking my head. I'm <clears throat> shaking my head, yes, because obviously... IOFA teens can't fix every problem, right? But uh, if we can get them they to see... They have no awareness of what they're right, doing. If, we can, or what's right, if that's what we're trying to do, if, they, if we can get them to see them, see themselves, and see that that what they want matters and it counts, because you're right, they are looking down, they're not paying attention because they don't know that they matter. They don't know that they count. They're just a number. And sometimes they're treated like that as well. You know, people yeah, will respond to how you treat them. So, right. and I didn't even look at it that way. I just thought, where are their parents? Yeah, do their parents not see what's happening to these children? They looked elderly. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, now you know the the hump neck, the hump back. They're going to have it. Yep. They're not going to be able to avoid it if they don't learn to straighten up. Yeah, yeah. No, you're you're. It's it's there, it's there, and and through IO for teens, we're hoping we our curriculum is changing uh, their mindset. It, we're getting them to see because with our curriculum, we're asking them what do they want, mm-hmm. what do you want, not what not what your teacher wants, not not you're not we're not trying to satisfy the teacher. Well, what do you want? How can we partner? You know, um, how can we work together? How can we make this better? You know. Um, for you in the boat and, and, and to, to help move forward, you know? Yeah. We have a long ways to go. <laughs> we have well, a long ways to go. And what I've noticed too, and I've noticed this if I'm in the grocery store and you know, the, I want to say bus boys, that's not the right word, but the, the um, bag boys, you know, the, the kids that are there working on their summer school or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't make eye contact. They barely speak. They're slouching. And yeah. I'm looking do you even know what you're missing? So I always try to talk with them. Mm-hmm. They'll look at me like, whoa, where'd that come from? Yeah. I startle the heck out of them. Yeah. That's not right. <laughs> That's yeah. just not right. It shouldn't be like that. They should be standing up straight. Say, yeah. hey, what are you doing? Do you need any help getting that to your car? Nothing. They're mm-hmm. looking down. They're not looking at anybody around them. They're mm-hmm. isolated. Yeah. It scares me. It really, it, it worries me. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's why us, the adults, we have to do something with that. We have to help them. Great. Uh, we, we have to help them. We can't can't stand on the side, and we have to help them because that guess who's going to be running? That, guess who's going to be running the country? That's guess who's going to be leading us? That's who that you're looking at. You're yeah. looking at it. We're yeah. not going to work forever. Somebody's got to take the somebody's got to take the round. It's not going to be us. <laughs> no, no. And listen, these kids are so smart. I mean, they have skills that we don't. Look, I have a computer science degree. I'm a nerd in stilettos. Right. <laughs> I don't know a fraction of what these kids know about their phones mm-hmm. or social media. And I think I'm pretty good at what I do. But these kids, it came with their mother's milk, so to speak. Right. But human skills, not so much. Yeah. 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 I, that's that's why we're that's why IO for Teens is here. So please, please, yeah. it's important. Go out to www.ioforteens.org. Check us out. Check us out. And everyone I talk to, they're like, I have a couple more meetings today discussing this very same thing. And um, and people are like, oh my gosh, this is this is it. This is it. <laughs> so I'm like, well, well, we're here. We're ready. <laughs> yeah, it's needed. I remember a guest I had a number of years ago. I've been doing this for 15 years. So I was a very early adopter. And this was probably 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And this woman was on my show and she literally started teaching teenagers how to eat in a restaurant mm-hmm. they were trying to get a job interview take your hat off put your napkin in your lap yeah eye contact put your gum in the trash you know mm-hmm. things that and this was 10 years ago it doesn't seem to have gotten any better and i remember thinking we're in that bad of shape then so yeah, yeah. listen before i let you go is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience and thank you for ah. being here Oh no! Thank thank you. This has been a a such a refreshing conversation. I've I've truly enjoyed my time and look forward to coming back. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, just yeah, just got. I'm on Instagram. Follow me, T Speaks Group, on Instagram. Um, follow me. Uh, support our nonprofit. Go out there and get that book and start bragging on yourself. Get the career book. Start writing about your career. Um, <clears throat> and if you need that coaching, reach out to me. I'm here. Like I said, go out to the website. Um, also I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on uh, LinkedIn. Just type in my name, Marla J. Alberti. I'm the only one out there. Um, Marla J. Alberti. Uh, and just follow me and reach out to me. Excellent. Well, listen, everybody, before we wrap up today's episode, if you've enjoyed today's show and found our insights helpful, and I'm pretty sure you did, please leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. Your feedback does help me improve and reach more people on their own success journeys. Mm -hmm. So don't forget to hit that subscribe button, leave a review, excuse me, and share your partner in success radio with your friends and colleagues. And thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one. Marla, thank you so much. It has been a genuine pleasure. Thank you. It's been amazing. I appreciate this, Denise. And we'll be talking soon. Sure, we will. Get your voice heard. If you would like to launch your own far-reaching podcast, contact Denise Griffiths at yourofficeontheweb.com and go to the podcast tab.